Hello, everyone. I'm Virginia Pradhan, the host of Courageous Leadership with Virginia Pradhan, which is every Wednesday and Saturday at 10 o'clock Central Time. You can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcast, Edify Podcast Network, and of course, you can watch it on YouTube channels. We love to hear from you, and we love um, your questions, and we love to answer your questions. Uh, our podcast is called Courageous Leadership with Virginia Pradhan, and I share from my own experience. You can read uh, in complete my experience, uh, my book, Saving My Assassin, my uh, courageous action that the, the good Lord helped me to do in Romania to fight uh, for um, uh, religious and human rights cases for freedom and also here in America as an ally attorney with Alliance Defender Freedom, as a speaker, as an author of Saving My Assassin, published by Tyndall House, and speaking not only in America but all over the world. Our podcast is also based on bringing courageous leaders. They will help us to understand and many times train us from their own area of influence how they became successful in their lives by overcoming obstacles. And one of these courageous leaders is Tony Lobianco. Tony has started um, in the uh, Academy Award-winning film, The French Connection. He has been in over 100 films, um, directed five television shows, has a new movie coming up, was uh, produced by Ray Romano, called Somewhere in the Queens. Uh, Tony is a long-life member of the actor studio, and Tony and his wife, Elise, are working as co-executive producer of a film project on the Shroud. Tony, welcome to our, our podcast. Thank you so very much for uh, taking the time to be here. This is not your first time. We just love, love, love to have you. You have so much to offer. And today, we are so delighted to hear from you and to encourage others how you uh, became a successful actor by overcoming obstacles in your life. If you want to share as much as possible, I know you share amazing things with me. And I was so encouraged. And for that reason, I thought others might be encouraged because nowadays, young people are just so um, buying into the culture of uh, being a victim. So welcome to our our. A program to our courageous leadership, and we are here to listen and hear from you, Tony. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you so much. How you, how you started, how your your um, childhood and upbringing—it's so well, fascinating. Thank you, thank you, uh, Elise, and I, you know, love you, and we've uh, we share you. We love your your friendship, and uh, appreciate just appreciate all that you've been through. And what you're bringing to the to our country, and uh, and uh, uh, and and to the world. So, uh, thank you. Very if you much. can speak a little bit louder. Okay, I will. I will. Um, I, uh, so, um, 
in my life, I was born in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York. And I, I think that's one of the greatest gifts because growing up in Brooklyn in my time uh, is uh, different, quite different than what's going on now in our country and in neighborhoods. Uh, we had family. That was the key. We had family. We had <clears throat> respect. And that is missing from a whole society. And uh, the most important word for, for me is that. And uh, we're missing it in our law enforcement. We're this missing, missing it just in, in general with our population. And uh, the idea of uh, uh, growing up in Brooklyn was a self um, uh, a, a self growth, so to speak. You, we didn't have much. Uh, I only remember even having a toy when I was a kid. You know, uh, I'm like sort of like a cat. You are a dog. You you or a kid. You buy you buy a, a kid a toy. They play with the box. <laughs> you know, the, the the toy is the empty box. <clears throat> and today we just that lavish all kinds of things on children, and uh, they miss the point of the love. And in, in uh, Brooklyn, <clears throat> when I grew up, we, we, my father was a cab driver and mother, a housewife, and we, uh, we didn't have anything that we didn't even think about, but we never even thought that we, were, we didn't have anything. It was a normal function, and whatever we uh, didn't have, you had to overcome to get. And that is part of life. And I, and I think the uh, problem now is that uh, we uh, do not know how to uh, overcome. We expect things given to us. And we cry because we do not have or we cannot. Uh, we, are, we are being uh, victims. Nobody should be a victim. Uh, you see, when I when I uh, participated in anything, I looked to uh, rectify uh, whatever thing that was in front of me to make better, to overcome, to achieve. <clears throat> uh, whether I was to play play, I played a lot of sports, uh, a lot of boxing, a lot of foot, baseball, uh, softball, so on and so forth. And those kind of, of uh, activities made me understand that it's not just uh, enough to uh, <clears throat> throw a strike uh, when you're pitching, but to throw the strike where you want it to, to go, on what side of the plate you want it to pass. And those kind of, of uh, striving for perfection or trying, and trying to, to live up to something that's uh, an ideal that you you have is is uh, helps you tremendously, and defeat also helps you. Defeat you learn a lot from. Uh, you have learned a lot from defeat of of what to uh, uh, correct when you're at it again. So it's never it's never a question of being a victim or losing. Uh, it's it's always it's always a great information that you're going to overcome. <clears throat> I did it in baseball, did it in school, <clears throat> excuse me, 
I did in boxing and so on and everything I did. And uh, and family. Tell us, tell us uh, in school who influenced you and how that yes. influence changed well, your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah thank so you for good. reminding me that. You know, when I was in as a grammar school, even when I was in grammar school, uh, a teacher said to me, uh, "So, what is your name?" I said, and I'm from Brooklyn, you know. And I said, "I'm Anthony Lobianco." He said, "What? You're whom?" Oh, you're not Anthony Lobianco. You're Anthony Lobianco. It's like violins. And that kind of understanding of myself, it lifted me so high that I thought my, myself a lot differently. And, and uh, it's an interesting, it was an interesting uh, uh, observation that I make now about what what happened then you know and 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 I realized that is that played a big part in my life and also another teacher uh Miss Jacobson Pat Jacobson in high school she saw something in me and encouraged me to participate in uh contests when they came around and uh uh she gave me a dec there was a declamation contest that came around And uh, she said, "You should do this." And I said, "I should do that." I said, what? What? What is it? She said, "Well, it's it's speaking." And I was not much of a speaker, to say the least. But uh, so I went uh, home, and my aunt, who lived un under us in, in the bottom floor, and she had her sister there, and and she, I told her that they want me to do a poem. And her sister said, "I well, I happen to have a poem with me, and it turns out this poem was about a, a soldier in a foxhole dying and seeing God for the first time and having a, a conversation with God. And so I did that poem, and I won. I won for my class, and then I won for my school, and the, she was coaching me, and then I went on, and I won for my district other schools, and then I won, I, I was representing Brooklyn in the city finals against all, the, against the other five boroughs in the city finals. Uh, remarkable. And I remember my teacher's face, she, it was shining, it was brimming with such pride and amazement that here was this student, uh, this boxer, this uh, sort of juvenile delinquent <laughs> in school uh, doing doing this thing and she just turned my life around and and in fact it was she uh, by doing that that poem and and winning winning the contests uh, when I graduated high school was what was I going to do I had a tryout with the Brooklyn Dodgers in Ebbets Field uh, and uh, couldn't be a baseball player I wanted to be but I couldn't be a baseball player. But the best thing I did was this declamation contest. So I figured, well, let me go be an actor. And, uh, and, and, and in that way, all of my um, ideas of uh, uh, trying to overcome things and, and, and looking for making things uh, happen, so to speak, and happen in, in, a, in a way that is uh, uplifting and, and, and correcting Uh, things, I uh, 
uh, when I went to the acting school, I would say, okay, okay, so I'm here. Now let's go, you know? Uh, and uh, so I, 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 I said, okay, if I'm going to be an actor, oh, well, I better learn how to do costumes. I better learn lighting. I better learn directing. I better learn all this. It's going to make me a better actor. So, uh, and, and so I, I, you know, threw myself into everything and did everything. Uh, and even when there was an empty stage there, I said, let's put some plays on. Uh, and in fact, my first scene, the first scene I ever did in an acting class was a, a play called Golden Boy. Uh, and it was written by Clifford Odets. And uh, it was a five-minute scene. But I worked with this, this uh, woman, a much older woman, a much older actress. And I rehearsed on that scene for three months. And she I almost killed her from rehearsing. And she kept saying, let's present it. And I'm saying, it's, no, it's not ready, not ready. But then when we finally did present it, it was greatly praised by the head of the school. And uh, that gave me a tremendous amount of confidence. And, and, I, and even in my, my uh, approach to acting, my, uh, I, I didn't want to just do roles that were easy for me when I say, well, can't be saying easy, but I mean typing, typecasting. I wanted to do things that you don't think I could do. So I would play uh, as, a, as an 18-year-old. I would work from Brooklyn. I would play a uh, 38-year-old English lawyer in a, in a George Bernard Shaw play uh, and play it on the same bill as I would do another play of a Tennessee Williams longshoreman in the diversity, uh, the, that kind of extraordinary diversity of, of uh, is, is what I'm always after as an actor, as a performer, to uh, <clears throat> open your eyes, not only for uh, the performance itself, but the capability of what you can do, you know, with imagination, with uh, purpose, with uh, uh, putting more pressure on yourself and, and working. See, I love pressure. Pressure doesn't bother me. Tony, Tony, I love what you said that defeat can correct your path and can get you to a better path. And if I remember correctly, you shared with me that at one point, I don't know if it was a teacher or someone that you perform in, in front of them to compete for a role, told you that you will never be on the, on the Broadway. And you said to yourself, I will be, you oh. are wrong. And here you are, you are on Broadway. Oh, that, that, Share that. that. That story is funny. Uh, when I was in, when I was just turning eighteen, Arthur Miller, the great, great Arthur Miller, uh, playwright, uh, he he wrote a play, uh, A View from the Bridge, and he brought a scene from it to the acting school, and he had these two kids uh, perform this scene, and I looked at that scene and I said, mm, I'm going to play that play on Broadway one day. And 27 years later, I did it on Broadway with Arthur Miller, with two of us looking up at the marquee. And I'm looking at that marquee with my name over the title and his name over the title. 
And I said to him, look at that. Not bad for two kids from Brooklyn. <laughs> we had a good laugh. And uh, it, was, it was so, it was so uh, uh, mind-blowing to have that kind of, of uh, achievement. You know, to, but it, to takes go, the, it takes determination. It takes hard work. And it takes uh, uh, to be faithful to your dream. It's not like you said in the beginning to wait for someone to to give it to you. Right. And if I remember correctly, many times you had to work in order to play a, a role or you have to compete for them to give you a scholarship for that. Right. And, you know, in this business, my uh, rejection is tremendous. You're getting rejected all the time. You see, and for you to land the role, you know, it's like a miracle of so many other actors out there wanting the same role. And, and so you have to understand and believe in yourself so many times when they reject you. I had another situation where I was going to play uh, Rocky Marciano. Rocky Marciano is the, the heavyweight champ, undefeated heavyweight champ of the world. You see, and when the casting person said to the uh, head of the, of the network, I want Tony to play uh, Rocky Marciano, he said, absolutely not. I do not want Tony to play Marciano. So the casting guy told me that. I said, just a minute, let, let, me, trans let me transform into Marciano, and let's do a screen test, and let's uh, show it to him. We did that exactly. We sent, we showed it to him. He looked at the screen test and he said, yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy I want. Who is that? Get him. He's good for that part. And it was me. So, you know, you cannot give up on, on, on these kind of things. And, and that was a role again, you know, talk about not only doing the part. I, I fought my own fights uh, 16 hours in one day, I did all my own fighting, and and I also did the choreograph the uh, of of the fights too, in between rounds. So, it, it, you know, I just have a huge, huge appetite for uh, uh, creative, create, being creative, and don't wait, don't wait for somebody else to tell you or to show you. You have a tremendous, tremendous. Uh, opportunity to be creative all the time. You bring to the director, you bring to life the creative, the creation, and many, many different ways that you can go and have many different uh, creative ideas on how you want to do something, how you want to make it better, how you, how, you know, just just have build a great deal of confidence in yourself and don't be, don't be, uh, uh, timid about about your own creativity. You go ahead and, and be. It, it is so. It is so true what you said. But I want to say it, what you don't say in words. You you didn't also also have uh, the courage to believe in yourself. But you also believe in the value that you can give to your audience. That's right. And that is powerful. That is what a courageous leader like you can bring to others. And I believe you can correct me if I'm right or not. I believe 
believing in yourself and believing in the touching lives with the value that you have and changing lives brought you to the success that you have, Tony. Well, thank you. Thank that. That is exactly why I'm an actor. You know, people have a, a strange idea about acting the way, I mean, you get a lot of bad publicity. These people, the Hollywood people, are, do all kinds of stupid things and, and, they, and, and give the profession a very bad name. Uh, my idea, my only reason for being an actor is that I could give the audience, give the people something to uh, 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 learn, something to aspire to, some, some way of looking at their own lives and, 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 make, and making the corrections, making the, 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 the ideas of, of uh, uh, new, new things that, 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 they, that they can relate to. And what they what they see, how to fix it, and how to how to make it right, and understand that they're not alone. That these these uh, these uh, obstacles in your life are, are are real, but you you overcome them. You overcome them. There's ways of doing it. And and I want to I want people to believe in themselves to be creative. And I want an audience to understand that when you come to a serious play, or see that when you see the the, the words of that. That writer is writing. Uh, it, it's about your your education. It's about your education and your your uh, you know your life, basically. It is so true. I want to ask you a question. Um, you play many roles, and you show us the 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 way you transform yourself into that uh, that uh, character that they gave you right away the role. Um, but you always remain Tony Lobianco. You never became one of your roles. Mm-hmm. And some of the actors will not uh, do that. They will become one of their roles or something. To me, is because you knew your values. And your values were more important to give it to others in different roles than to adopt a role. Uh, am I correct on that? How how you became such a powerful uh, actor, playing so many roles, but not becoming one of the role? Well, because you don't you don't. I think the basic thing is is your family that you have you have in your heart, you have in your foundation, and you always remember where you came from. And, and the love of your father and your mother and your brothers and your uncles and your family that gave you that foundation. And that is what you build on. And all that education from uh, the stories that you're told from history, from, from uh, lives, lives that have been lived, lived and, and that you lived through and have witnessed with your, your mother struggling and your father struggling when they were kids and so on and so forth. And you learn all of that wonderful stuff. So that when you, in my case, I, I use that as, as, as my foundation. And my uh, and when I'm portraying a different character, uh, the uh, I, I like to go, I don't know if you've seen a whole bunch of, I know that you have seen a whole bunch of my different pictures and a whole bunch of things. They're different human beings. They're different human beings that I'm certainly not going to, stay as one fellow. I'm going to stay as, as me, but as in the character, I will change into that human uh, that is not me 
and the different, you'll see different eyes, you'll see different attitudes, because each character has different knowledge. And as we all know, the, the eyes are the windows of the soul. And so when you see, when you see a diff- each character has a different world, a different life, as, as you do and I do and everybody else is watching and listening, they're different humans. And they all come from, the, from what, they, what they've experienced in life. And so, and, uh, so you, you, I concentrate on that, on that kind of thing. And so when I transform into another character uh, and, and let, that, let that be its own, its own breed, its own human, uh, uh, to, to perform that way, uh, you know, that's just part of, that's just part of the, the thing. I'm going to come back to me after it's over, you know, and, and, and so, I can, so I can do another one. <laughs> that is beautiful, Tony. I have one last question that I want to ask you. Can you summarize or, or encourage uh, a young person or at any age that might think, I want to be an actor, but I don't have the blueprint. I don't have what it takes. I don't. And, you know, we always, when we, we find justification, what is your advice based on your overcoming all the obstacles mm-hmm. in your life and becoming a, um, such a, a big actor? What's your advice to them? That's a tough one. <laughs> That's a tough one. The substitute for uh, experience, ex- uh, uh, it's extremely difficult. Uh, I, I, it's like saying, well, go get some experience in life, <laughs> you know, but uh, I, I just don't know what to say about that. I, I think you have to, uh, I mean, we all, we all, we all, even if you don't have it, you could, you could find it. I mean, you could really find uh, that watch, you know, you got you to be sensitive, sensitive to what's around you. You know, you, you have to be able to start seeing what's there. What I mean by that is we're all, those of us that are fortunate to be born with eyes, those of be fortunate to be born with the smell and taste and so on and so forth. And I say you have to be able to see. You've got to be able to take a look at the trees, take a look at the, a glass, find other properties in the glass that's, that might just, you know, it's not just the glass. Start thinking about what it might be. Go deep, go deep into uh, the, va- the values that might be here, the color, the different colors of this glass, and who made it? Who is the person that made this glass? And when you start thinking deeply into the glass and, 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 and you're looking at each, each uh, the design of this thing, it's not just a glass you drink water from. It has its own properties. So when you start doing that, you have, you have a history. You, you're having a history of this. So when you pick that glass up and you take a drink from it, no matter what you've it matters what, how you thought of this glass and what you're using it for is quite different than just a glass you pick up and take a drink of water from, you know? And, and so give everything history. Make up your own history. That's all. If you don't have the background about it, make it up. Dream about it. It's, your, it's still your dream because it's coming from you. You understand? See, and, and when you see a tree, 
or when you see a piece of wood and you see art, you're looking at the depth of it. You know, it's the idea of the kind of art that they do today and what they, what is what was done in, in a time where there was nothing and, and in the Renaissance, the most the greatest paintings of all time. When you see when, when people did did art then, they had nothing. They were making their own paint, for God's sake. They were making all sorts of things. So and brushes and what have you. And and they came up with the most beautiful paintings you ever saw in your life. So today that is today so they're throwing so a dot on the on this on the on a canvas or throwing paint against a wall and calling it art. What what is the matter with their minds today? I mean I don't understand how how we going backwards. Yeah. Sorry. That is so <laughs> wonderful the way you you <laughs> encourage them. I, but I hope they will never forget that they are unique. Like the glass is unique. The glass was created. It has talent. And give an opportunity to someone to drink from that. You're not your own, but you bring values to others. And the same as culture and everything else. And it's beautiful because we all are unique. And it's up to you, like you said, it's your dream, the way you see it, and it's your dream to accomplish. Thank you so very much, Tony, for coming again to our podcast, for encouraging um, people and from sharing how you became uh, a courageous leader, a successful actor uh, by overcoming obstacles. Uh, we are so happy for all of you to be here. Uh, please uh, follow uh, for free our podcast, Courageous Leadership with Virginia Pradhan, each Wednesday and Saturday at 10 o'clock Central Time. You can listen our podcast on Spotify, uh, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, ADP Podcast, and of course, you can watch it on uh, a YouTube channel. We are so delighted that you are here, you listen. I hope you take uh, to heart, Tony. Uh, Lobianco's uh, advice and everything that he shared with us. Send us your questions and if you want me to uh, introduce to the whole world a courageous leader you might know, let us know. Um, thank you, Tony, again. Thank you, Vijay. Drink to you with this particular special glass. Thank, thank you very much, Vijay. Thank you. Until next time, God bless you and keep in touch.